When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Astrology is a language that communicates how the planets and stars influence life on Earth. I'm Scott Tajarian. I'm an interpreter of this language. Join me and my co-host, Ingrid Iverson, who helps bring an even more practical look at this astral language. The Weekly Transit is here to bring clarity to the chaos so you can ride the planetary waves instead of the planets riding you. Yes. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> I am. I am amped up. Yeah, your foot's shaking. But I feel like I'm being pulled like so many different directions right now. It's uh, it's been a very chaotic week or two over here. You're having a a manic attack. I don't know how I'm <laughs> supposed to slow down. I feel like there's so many things on my list. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm also really excited about all the things that are happening. So that gets me extra pumped. Oh, good. Good. I've been wondering if it's just because I've been really busy and I have like no time to be depressed uh-huh. or if some of these things are actually like fulfilling so that I actually feel better. I'm like scared for when all the busyness goes away. Yeah. To see what happens. Mm. Yes. I feel like it's a combination of the two. So it's nice to be busy and that helps you not think about all of the shit in your life that could be depressing, but then also it is fulfilling and nice to have goals and a reason to like get up in the morning and like structure and yeah, feeling a sense of purpose. I think that that also helps. Hmm. I feel like I've been kind of like the opposite of you. I know you've been I, sick. Cause I mean, I've been busy, but it's like, I haven't missed a single reading or appointment, but yeah, I've just been like going to sleep after that, you know, after each interaction just like crawling into the fetal position and Eat, sleep astro- astrology. That's it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, I haven't been pushing myself. Well, I mean, I, ha- I guess I have been pushing myself hard being that I I'm still doing everything that I'm doing and, and I'd been sick, but you're, you're very good at taking care of yourself and yeah. that what has allowed you to keep going and keep all of your appointments because totally you have had so much happening and if you didn't have the amount of self-care and awareness there's no way you'd be able to keep up and also have the energy to give to other people yeah yeah it's real dedication to yourself and to all of your clients to just make sure you're you're showing up 63 readings in (laughs) january (laughs) damn i know I know. There's a few spots left in February, so if you want to get in, <laughs> get in now. Because oh, my God. This is a good start to the year. <sighs> yeah, absolutely. And it's been fun. It's been rewarding, you know? I, I just, it's just so rewarding meeting with clients and, and sharing the knowledge. And then, you know, especially you know the clients I see on a weekly basis. I just had a client uh, get a new job. And that was something that we earmarked for her like four months ago when, yes. when we started working together on a weekly basis. 
I was like, yeah, by you know this time over here where the planets are, this is going to be a new job or something. It's coming up here. Are we are we allowed to say her name? Oh, I don't want to say anyone's okay. name. Okay, well, con- so. congratulations on whoever got their <laughs> whoever got their job. Yeah, That's so exactly. exciting. Totally. And it's perfect timing because it's like we're coming out of Capricorn season. Yeah, well, it's it's still Capricorn season because even even though, yeah, the sun's moved on into Aquarius, but Venus is in Capricorn. Is Mercury still? Mercury is coming back to Capricorn. Oh, because it's um, retrograde. Yes. So, so this week, we have two planets moving into Capricorn. We have Mars moving into Capricorn from Sagittarius, and then Mercury moving back to Capricorn from Aquarius. So There's always this cluster of planets that goes along with the sun, not, not far behind. So it's like that season carries over into the next one. Exactly. So we have a lot of career, achievement, ambition type of stuff, how we're going to accomplish our goals. That's all the Capricorn energy. Yep, yep. And then what was the Taurus stuff that's happening? The Taurus is the, was the North Node moved into Taurus. So the soul's purpose in the sign that rules money and the senses. And I feel like that's that's all of this, you know, the new job. <laughs> Yeah. The new job for her, like you having so many readings, me getting some new jobs over here, like mm-hmm. like the combination of those two are exactly what's happening for all of us. And Uranus is in Taurus too, so shaking up what we value, all that. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, focus on the money. What are we making? What are we making it for? All of that. It feels exciting. Yes. Like a fun new start. It's definitely like, it's been like a go, go, go start to the year yeah you know a hundred percent yeah yeah it, ha- it hasn't really you know oh ease on into no. 2022 you i'm know? like it's levitating <laughs> over here i'm like oh my god i'm having such a panic yeah <laughs> yeah hold so. on holding on for dear life so and i feel like it's going to get more intense with mars moving into capricorn and, and we'll talk more about what that means but i did want to share a bit of exciting news oh yes you know and it is i guess it's kind of like a capricorn thing because it's like an achievement and the people from astrology hub reached out to me a few weeks ago to ask me to be a guest on their weekly weather show their weekly weather show which is it's a podcast and it's on youtube and facebook they they have like a really large following Go to astrologyhub.com and you can find all of their different outlets. But I'm a guest on their show, The Weekly Weather, with uh, the host and founder of Astrology Hub, Amanda Walsh. She's created this website that invites a lot of different astrologers to share the knowledge. She's a very uh, bright, intelligent, successful individual that uh, created this website I think really only like five six years ago and it's pretty huge they have like hundreds of thousands of followers and subscribers and so I really felt honored they reached out to me and like we've been watching you for some time now and I know I'm so excited when I <laughs> so, heard that I've been following Scott and yeah. And waiting for the opportunity to have him have him on their show. Yeah. So I'm going to be on there for the week of January 31st. So it's not this week. 
next week I'll be on. We'll get double the Scott. Double the Scott. <laughs> uh, you'll see my face because it's like a video thing. But I'm really excited to uh, talk to Amanda, you know, have her ask me different questions about astrology and share the knowledge. Shall we get into... Yeah, let's get into this week. And then, ooh, yeah. Okay. just a reminder, if you listen on Spotify, if you go into the summary for the week, it'll allow you to click on each of the different days, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and it'll go right to that day if you want to go back and listen or you save up your astrology for each day of the week. And then if you're on Apple, you can't click it, but you can still go in and see what the time markers are so you can see what the highlights are for that day. Makes it easy for you. I also forgot to mention one thing. <laughs> you would put on, uh, I don't know where it is, but it's somewhere in our podcast, like ask a question. Oh yeah. Oh, if you, if you go on, um, if you go on Spotify per episode, if you just, you see a question mark there, if you click it, it'll allow you to ask us any question. And so we do have a question. I actually have two questions for this week. Wait, we have two questions? Well, one is from the um, one is from Spotify from a listener. Okay. It says, can I still get a pretty accurate birth chart reading if I don't know what time I was born? My mother is no longer living and I don't have a father. And my grandmother only says it was in the morning. Okay. So I love this question. I get this type of question all the time. Um, my first question to the person who asked that question is, do you have a birth certificate? And if you have a birth certificate, chances are the time is on the birth certificate and you have to have a birth certificate. If you have a passport, you need a birth certificate. If you have a driver's license, you need a birth certificate. So find your birth certificate. Number one, because the more accurate the time, the more accurate the reading. Now let's say that you don't have your birth certificate or you do have your birth certificate and the time is not on the birth certificate. Well, that's where the fun begins because that is where you will come to me and I'll take you through a process where I'm going to ask you a lot of different questions. Uh, I might ask you to send me photographs of yourself throughout time from, let's say, you being in your early 20s to all the way through to where you are right now. I want to see your face. That's going to help tell me some things about you. Then I'm going to start asking you different questions. And I'm going to ask you a lot of questions probably, but what I'm going to do is deduce the time that you were born. And we're going to figure that out. So You'll know where certain planets are regardless of the time during the day you were born. And so Scott will be like, collecting what planets could be shifting during like a short period of time. So is that, is that Mercury or the moon? The moon moves about 12 to 15 degrees every day, depending on how fast it's moving. Would that be like the most affected is your That's, moon That's, well, it's your rising sign. Okay. And which houses all the planets are in. Oh, So I you're see. not going to, if you don't know the time, and you don't have anyone to help rectify your chart to go backwards like I'm talking about here, where I'm going to ask you questions, and it's like a mystery. We're going to solve the mystery of you. We're going to deduce where the sun was. We know what sign it was in, but what house was it in? All these different factors. There's so many different factors that go into play, but that's what makes it like a mystery. The more questions we ask... The more questions we have, 
the more questions we ask again, and we keep asking more questions until we get to an answer where it becomes very clear of where the planets were when you were born. Okay, so I think we answered the first question. And the second question, actually, maybe we can save it for next week because I feel like it'll be a kind of complex answer as well. Okay, okay, cool. But this is something that I've done with several clients in the past. And it's really fun. Like, me and Scott have talked about, like, you know, a friend of mine where he didn't know his birth time. And I was like, oh, it can't be that because I know this personal Mike. Oh, he didn't know his birth time? Yeah, it was something like that. And you were just, like, asking questions about his personality. Huh. We're like, oh, it definitely can't be, you know, it can't be an Aries moon because of, like, this thing. Well, he is an Aries moon. Okay, well, I can't remember (laughs) anything, Scott. (laughs) Scott remembers everybody's signs. It's so impressive. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. It's just, like, it sticks with me. Are we ready to move in? Yeah, let's do it. So here we are the week of January 24th to the 30th. And beginning on Monday, January 24th, we're looking at Mars, the god of war, the planet of action, aggression, and conflict, moving into Capricorn, the sign where it is exalted. It's in a position of power, the god of war, in the sign symbolized by the goat, cardinal earth. This is intense. You know, the last time Mars was in Capricorn, you know what happened the last time Mars was in Capricorn, Ingrid? I don't know. Something good, I hope. Yes. March 11th, 2020 is when Mars was in Capricorn. It's not when it moved into Capricorn, but it was about 11 degrees deep when COVID-19 shut down the world. Oh, I thought you were going to say March Madness. (laughs) (laughs) It's the day that March Madness got canceled forever. (laughs) Oh, my God, Ingrid. The last time Mars was in Capricorn is when everything shut down and the world changed in March of 2020. It actually was it moved in earlier than that, but it was about 11 degrees in when. Well, that's kind of stressful to think about. That was like the worst. We're back. The worst. We're back. We're going to have our. Martian return for COVID-19. You call it Martian? Yeah. I didn't know that. I yeah. love it. Yeah. Martian. Yeah, totally. That's so cute. So. Our Martian ma- return. Our Martian return. <laughs> That's right. Okay, it's going to be intense. Mars is going to be here from January 24th to March 5th. The last time Mars was in Capricorn was February 16th to March 30th, 2020, which was right during the beginning of COVID. The time before that was March 17th to May 15th and August 12th to September 10th, 2018. So think back to those dates, what was going on with you during that period. It'll give you clues for what's in store this time around. But this is going to be intense, not only because... It's always intense when the god of war is charging through the sign of authority. It's time to take action, to be in authority. It's time to act, to be in authority. It's time to act responsibly, to act as an authority. This is, it's big. This is big. But what's going to make it even more intense is because Venus is retrograding. Mars is going to catch up to Venus And we'll talk about this in later episodes because Mars is going to be riding with Venus for a while. Um, These two planets, the god of war and the goddess of love. So there's going to be some some conflict. 
with relationships and conflict with authority. I mean, that all sounds kind of scary, but at the same time, I feel like it tails on what we talked about, just what's been happening in the planets before, which is like career and achievement Mm -hmm. and financial security. So like the Mars is the action in the sign of achievement. So it's like taking action for our careers and how we want to get to where we're going or whatever goals we might have. Yeah, you saying you want that thing, you want to accomplish that, or I want this thing or whatever. Okay, well, that requires responsibility. So it's time to step up. You need to be taking the steps to climb. This is not just about planning and talking. It's about doing. So get your ankle weights on (sighs) and uh, hit that Stairmaster and get climbing. Start doing the thing. Just start doing it. Do what you said you're going to do. If you're not doing what you said you're going to do, you're going to get squeezed even harder. That means you're not being responsible. Exactly. And then if we take responsibility for what our goals and achievements are, then we will achieve them. That's it. But it's not easy to take responsibility and to actually do what you say you're going to do. It's the hardest part. (laughs) It's the hardest part. I love making lists and dreaming all day about every business I could ever start. Yeah. But like, it's really like, are you going to show up and fucking do it? Because that's, that's when the real work comes in. Exactly. Own up to it. This is the time to do it between January 24th and March 5th. So Tuesday, January 24th, we're looking at the moon in Scorpio and the sun in Aquarius. So the moon is the planet of emotions in the deepest, darkest, most passionate sign, aligning with the sun, the giver of light, life, and vitality, in the most logical sign, passion and logic. This is, this is a tough alignment, Ingrid. As well as like secrets and then community, like those are opposites as well. Yes, secrets and community. So what secrets are deep within your emotions that you would like to share with the community? Is there something intimate that you would like to share with your community or with your group, club, organization? I'm not saying you should, but maybe you're being forced to oh, right fuck. now. Yeah. Oh, something is just happens to be coming out in the community about exactly. you. Exactly. Because, the, you know, the squaring energy, it's like, oh shit, we have to deal with this. So what have you been hiding in your emotions that you have to share with the group. Sometimes we can like feel that pressure building. Maybe it's something you've been thinking about for a long time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now is the time where it's kind of getting pushed to the edge. Like, okay, it's going to have to be addressed. And this could just be one of those things where it's like, it needs to be addressed and it might be uncomfortable. I think it's going to be uncomfortable for it to be addressed. But once it's addressed, then you're finally like out in the open And you can be yourself Mm. rather than being that person that you think that everybody else, well, they're only going to like me if I'm this way. You know, I I feel like I'm seeing just a lot of that. I mean, I guess some money stuff has come up recently and that's Mm -hmm. always an uncomfortable Mm. thing, at least for me to kind of talk about. And so in a way being forced into a conversation to be like open and honest about money and what you're worth and how much you charge Mm -hmm. the discomfort. As soon as you start bringing it up and you talk about it openly, it just dissipates. Like it's, there's always that anticipation factor where you're just like, Oh fuck, I don't want to talk about this. This is going to suck. 
But like after the initial of just opening your mouth and getting the words out there, it just instantly is in half and then in a quarter. And then it's just like, okay, it's weird, but it's fine. Like it's the secret part that is the discomfort. And I love that you bring up money too, because maybe this has something to do with money. Maybe it has something to do with like money that you're sharing with another person. Cause that's what Scorpio is about. Oh, it's a, the karmic bonds. Yeah. It's about that intimacy. It can be a fine financial intimacy. So you're sharing money with somebody or with a group and you have to share what you spent on or what you need for something. I don't know. This is a, an uncomfortable one to navigate, but it will hopefully clear some of the energy that's stuck so that you can be who you want to be yourself. <laughs> Wednesday, January 26th. January 26th. <laughs> yeah. And I might have said Tuesday, January 24th. If I did, I meant Tuesday, January 25th. Wednesday. It's fucking Mercury retrograde. God. <laughs> um, Wednesday, January 26th. So Mercury is now retrograded back into Capricorn, joining Venus, joining Mars. Now all three of these planets are rolling through Capricorn. We've got Mercury and Venus retrograde in Capricorn and Mars direct in Capricorn. But Mercury in Capricorn at the final degree is aligning with the North Node. (laughs) (laughs) In Taurus. The North Node in Taurus. So um, we're thinking here. Mercury is the planet that rules the conscious mind. We're thinking about what we want to accomplish and achieve. And how does that align with the soul's purpose and money? What I want to make. This is good stuff. Yes. This is important stuff. It's important stuff. Absolutely. So getting clear about what it is you value in the material realm and why and what you need to accomplish and achieve in terms of a career in order to secure what it is you value in the material realm. Now, Mercury in Capricorn is going to be here until Valentine's Day. I know Ingrid loves the holidays. <laughs> February 14th. So from January 2026 until uh, February 14th. The last time Mercury was here was December 13th of last year, 2021, to January 1st of this year. And the time before that was December 20th, 2020, to January 8th, 2021. So just think back to these dates. They're going to give you clues on what could be in store for you during this. uh, It's almost a three-week period of Mercury in Capricorn. On to... We're looking at the moon in Sagittarius, the planet of emotions in the freedom loving, honest, forthright, blunt speaking sign of Sagittarius aligning with Chiron, the wounded healer in Aries, the sign of self-confidence. So this is a fire fire connection. And I'm looking at this as like this is the boost that we need in order to fire ourselves up and start working towards what it is we said we want to achieve. If you're feeling insecure, what are your insecurities? 
you said you wanted to accomplish something. Now you're saying, oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure if I can do that. I don't know. No, no, no. Face those fears. Where do they come from? Where do they stem from? Did you say you were going to do something in the past and then you crawled into the fetal position in the corner of the room and didn't get up? Now's the time to honestly express your emotions, face your fears with courage. How can you do that? The moon, the sign of the emotions in Sagittarius, makes me think about freedom. It makes me think about like if you were to unburden yourself of that insecurity of being self-confident, then you would feel free in your emotions. So even though it is uncomfortable to let go of these fears, it's like you get a reward. You, you will feel freedom. Sagittarius is also about looking into the future. So it's like if we can look ahead and see the thing that we want and get rid of our insecurities or just move through them, keep going even though we have insecurities, then we will be able to hit that mark that we see in the future of like this dream we might have of ourselves. Like it's possible to achieve that goal even though we have maybe these weights on us of feeling not as confident as we would like. Yes. Yes. Run towards your fears. I love that saying. Face your fears. Like, try, like you know, there's a monster chasing you. Turn around and run towards it. <laughs> you know? yeah. I mean, that's that's what this is right here. I'm feeling so pumped right now that like, <laughs> I'm like, I feel like inviting it. Like when you mm. tell me that, I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. I already feel that energy of just being like, okay, like come at me, bro. Like I got this. Yeah. What else are you going to throw at me right now? It's Mercury retrograde, you know, Mars is moving into Capricorn, you know, whatever. I've got the moon and Sagittarius aligning with Chiron and Aries. I, I'm here to face my fears. That's it. Let's charge towards our fears. I just got one of these jobs by basically asking my friend, like I saw he posted on Instagram, oh, I'm looking for this position to fill for this film shoot. And I don't have experience really in this position. And I was just like, I saw you posted for this position. I don't know if I'm really qualified for it, but I'd love to have the job. And I, you know, I won't embarrass you, whatever I can do to help. Like I want in on it. Yes. And he was like, okay, it's yours. And then I feel like I got to practice part of that the last two days. And I already have like another job out of basically being like, oh, this is the job. I can definitely do this. Like I don't have experience. So being blunt and honest about my capabilities, but also being like, this is what I live for. This is what I'm good at. Like Exactly. You already know how to do it. You haven't done it before, but you probably actually have. Whatever the job is, it's probably not far from what you've already done before with all like the coordinating you've done with like crazy girl therapy and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Without yeah. any team, usually it's just me and fucking Chris. Exactly. Like, and I'm like, Oh, I have a whole team of people. Like, yeah, there's, I guess more coordinating, but in a certain sense, there's help from 20 other people instead of just two. So it's, I haven't worked on this large of a team, but I also feel like I've gotten even more experience from like having such a limited, like just two people to do everything. Like that's even more crazy. Yep. So I, yeah, I feel really excited. And I feel like part of it was facing my fear of being like, Oh, I'm not, I'm not experienced enough. And I am an imposter. No. I'm like, and I worked on another project recently and I felt the same thing. I was like, I don't know if I'm like qualified. And then the director producer is like, Oh my gosh, I couldn't have done this without you. You are like integral to this process. Thank you so much. Yes. Well, the whole time I was like, am I, am I doing it right? Am I doing it right? And the feedback I got was amazing. (laughs) Well, that's what this, you know, moon in Sagittarius is, is all about. It's about taking a leap of faith. 
do you believe in yourself? You know, I mean, how do you think that I got my first, uh, you know, like coaching client? I had a client ask me, like, do you know any life coaches? I'm like, me. Yes. You know, I, and so, that's exactly, I feel like that's exactly what just happened to me both times. Exactly. I was like, how about me? Yeah. And they were like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even, yeah, I didn't know that's what you did. Sure. But it made sense. Yeah. So yeah, that's definitely the energy that's happening mm-hmm. right now. And I'm feeling it. Yes. Break barriers, level up. Doesn't matter that it's Mercury retrograde. Okay. So fuck, fuck Mercury retrograde. <laughs> we're going to make some shit happen. You got to grind through these retrogrades. I mean, life hasn't been fun for me during this retrograde, but whatever. You you got to keep doing whatever it is you're doing. At the same time, I'm also taking it easy on myself, and I'm not trying to do everything that I want to do. And I'm measuring back on how much output I'm putting out there. That's important. You know, I'm not trying to stay up 24 hours a day. I'm actually like going to bed at seven o'clock and I'm asleep by nine. So you gotta, you gotta work with the ebb and flow, but I just feel like, you know, during the Mercury retrograde, sometimes people get so discouraged. And I think part of it is because they, they're pushing themselves so hard that they have to quit now. It's the ebb and flow. So it's like, in the winter time, the sun is never up in the in the North Pole. So that means in the summer, it's up all the time. So try to find yourself more towards the equator, where it's a little more even. Okay, Scott, I know that I always say I hate the holidays, but somehow I ended up with these nails. What are the other oh, pink? They're pink and red. Anyway. Yeah. You don't hate the holidays. You love the holidays. I don't, I don't you, know. You were like, like a few weeks ago, you were like, well, we got to talk about Christmas. Not because I love New Year's and not because I love Christmas, but because a lot of the times it can be really uncomfortable, including Valentine's Day. But for some reason, I have these very festive nails. Are so. you showing them off on Instagram? I'll post them for everyone. They've got, yeah. We've got flames. I've got tiger Everybody's going to want to see them. Yep. Absolutely. They're pretty sick. You know what those nails really remind me of? is this next alignment we're going to talk about, which is Thursday, January 27th, because it's two planets in two fire signs. Mm -hmm. There's flames and there's also a dice. I'm not sure if that ties into this fire energy, like gambling. Yeah, I think so. Risky. Yeah, absolutely. That's more of Leo fire, but still, it's fire. (laughs) Um, Okay, so Friday... January 28th. Did I say Sunday? <laughs> what did I say? I don't know. Friday, January 28th. Saturday, January 29th. Venus is direct. Yay! Hallelujah! Um, you know, but it's still got to do the retrograde shadow thing, but, um, and it's just sitting here at 11 degrees, so. You know, if if you have anything in Aries at 11 degrees or Libra at 11 degrees, the sun, the giver of light, life and vitality in Aquarius, the sign of innovation, the sign of originality, the sign of community and independence aligns with Chiron, the wounded healer, which we just talked about yesterday, which was aligning with the moon in Sagittarius. Now it's the sun 
in Aquarius, aligning with Chiron in Aries, just giving you that boost, giving you that boost to have the courage to share your innovative idea. What's your insecurity? What is your innovative idea? And what's holding you back from sharing that innovative idea with the community? Or what is it about you that is a little off center, a little different from everyone else that you've been hiding because you're afraid to show your inner freak? This is that alignment that is encouraging you to embrace your originality and courageously share your innovative ideas so that you can help the community progress to a place where we can all be more independent. The headliner of it is just be yourself. Be yourself. Yes. Like, we all like hide these little, these parts of ourselves that you say might be like weird or different, but it's like if we're all these little lemmings, like what the fuck is the point of that? We're not going to learn. We're not going to grow. We're not going to innovate. We're not going to have new inventions or new ideas when we all want to look and act the same so we fit in. And even if we're fitting in by acting like everyone else, that's not who we truly are. So we're not even truly being accepted. The only way exactly to be accepted is to be ourselves and we heal that wound. Yes. The only way to heal the wound to your self-confidence is to have the confidence to be yourself. It's so basic. (laughs) It's absolutely absurd. Can they just start teaching astrology in schools? Like if we all knew that it was okay to be ourselves, like I was so fucking shy growing up. Everyone would just ask, why are you so quiet? Which made me even more uncomfortable. I just felt scared to be myself. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, healing that wound has really like, Oh, I fit in by like not really speaking my mind and like putting myself out there. Like I, I still didn't fit in. And now it's like, it gives you the opportunity to connect with people that love you for you. Exactly. And you're becoming more and more yourself each and every day. Right? Yeah. I mean, I feel like this, you should be like the school counselor, like people would graduate (laughs) from high school based on their astrology and having like someone to coach them through like being a human being. Yes. And then you would know what to do with your life. Like, I feel like you, you graduate high school. Like I didn't know one thing. I was like, I'm so fucking lost. Like, Oh, I graduated. What the fuck does that mean? Nothing. It means absolutely nothing except for now you're not busy eight hours a day. Now you have to figure out like who you are at 18 instead of learning about yourself your whole life. That is definitely one of my, dreams or ambitions is to implement some kind of program that that is integrated in the middle schools and the high schools so that they understand like how unique and special and important they are you know it's like the the high school kids i mean i remember being in high school you're cocky and arrogant because you're terrified yeah you don't know who you are you know, you got to prove you something. have to prove yourself. Exactly. Constantly trying to pump your chest out there to, yeah, I'm tough. You know, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just my like my heart just like is so full for like these kids and like what they're going through and and in life. It all starts with us. So, I mean, Scott does readings and sometimes people ask him to do them for their like their child when they're Mm -hmm. born or for their friend's child, you get like a birth chart reading as soon as your kid is born 
or, you know, a friend or whoever. And then they have kind of a guidebook, a rule book on how to connect with this new human yes, and what gifts they have to offer and how maybe their charts align. So you can, you know, as a parent, you can work with what you've got. Yes. And I think that that's kind of a, a cool place to start with. You know, we just start with us and our friends and our connections, our families, and we share it there. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I've learned so much from you just about my own family. Like we always talk about. That's the fun part, you know, is like the the family. It's, it's like when you really start to, uh, you know, it, things just start to make sense. They start to click. I mean, Scott's getting to know little by little my whole family. So I have, <laughs> hopefully my aunt and my sister should be booking soon for readings yeah. because they, they got Christmas presents and birthday right, presents. Exactly. Get okay. on it. Get on it. All right, Aunt Michelle, book your reading because Scott's filling up. Book it now. I'll tell you. Because <laughs> shit's going to get fucked well, up. Well, I mean, it's probably you're already a bit feeling it, you know, because there, there's issues with relationships right now. Hmm. Um, but, you know, this this Venus, Venus retrograding Capricorn, it's been kind of a bumpy ride. I mean, you know, think about your relationships. Have things been smooth during this period? I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Maybe not. Um, but you know, the retrograde began on December 19th. It ends today on January 29th. The retrograde shadow began on November 17th and ends on March 1st. It ends on March 1st. So this has been all about taking responsibility for your close personal relationships, specifically your past relationships, like who has come back from the past between November 17th and March 1st. Any old lovers, old friends, old business partners, if they contacted you, if they have, you know, this is a period to balance the ledger sheet, to make things right, to take responsibility for your part and hold the other side accountable for theirs. That's what this is all about. So Venus is just going to be kind of hanging out here, waiting for Mars to catch up. And they're going to ride together, the god of war and the goddess of love, riding side by side all the way through Capricorn into Aquarius. I mean, is that kind of just creating some tension so you yes. can, can be reminded of like what your goals are in terms of relationships? Because if it's Capricorn, it's like your achievements and ambitions, but in terms of a relationship. So what it could you... be a relationship goal. Yeah. You know, like, why am I with this person? Yeah. Do we want the same things? Are we like supporting each other to like, if it's a lover, you know, are we supporting each other to achieve our ambitions? I don't know. You know, well, it goes the same for business relationships and friendships. Are they, exactly? are they helping you or propelling you or inspiring you to hold yourself accountable for your ambitions yes or are they fulfilling a a relationship goal that you've had in mind and that mm -hmm. that doesn't necessarily have to be romantic like it's like think of yourself on the side of the mountain you know you're hanging off the ledge <laughs> can you reach up and and your partner is going to lift you up yeah. to that next ledge and sometimes maybe it's you pulling up your partner to the next ledge i mean that's what this is about here it's so easy to forget that it goes both ways so yes i love the analogy of, you know, you also being that person, are you showing up in people's lives how you would like to? Mm -hmm. And I mean, I think you're doing a great example of it. It's like you, mm. 
you want to be helping people with astrology and helping them with their life and their goals and yes. ambitions and guiding them and you're not feeling well, but instead of leaving everyone out to dry, you're like, okay, this is how I want to show up for my relationship. So that means I need to rest more. I need to take care of myself. Mm-hmm. I need to do all the things to nurture myself so I can be full enough to show up for my relationships. Exactly. For me, it's just as important to be lifting people up as it is to be lifted up. I love that. Yeah. I feel like recently I've been worn pretty thin, but knowing that just especially for me, like food, like everyone needs to eat, but I'm just like such a baby when it comes to that. If I don't eat good stuff, I do not feel well. Yes. So I got like HelloFresh recently. That has been saving me, not just having to go to the grocery store. Is that like the box that like shows up at your at your doorstep with like all the ingredients? Yeah. And- yeah, it's got like every fucking spice, everything. It's all like portioned. So you, you still have to chop it up and cook it, but right. like you don't have to think of a recipe and a plan. But they give you a recipe and all the ingredients and, and it just, yeah. The food has been really fucking good. I've been really? so impressed. It's like things I wouldn't normally make like fancier than I would go buy at the store because I... I'm a good cook, but I usually just make the same things, especially for myself. Yeah, so, peanut butter and jelly. No, I don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> but <coughs> just having it show up to my door and then just buying convenience things like packaged oatmeal and mm-hmm. like granola bars. Like I don't normally eat that. I'm like, I'm going to make a whole meal. Yeah. Like, you know what, bitch? You have other things to do to show up for everyone in your life. Find something nutritious and simple and get on with your day. Not every meal has to be extravagant. So. Yeah. Having the balance of being really busy, but also nurturing myself so I can feel like I'm in a good mood and nourished. Good. And that's been, that's been a struggle for me for a while. So I feel like I'm just getting the hang of spending the extra money to have conveniences so I can show up. Yes. Yes. I love it. I love it. You know, and that's, that's kind of a good Capricorn theme too, because it's, it's earth. So it's about the reality, you know, you got to put food in your body in order to climb the mountain. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we are. Sunday, January 30th. We're looking at the sun again. The giver of light, life, and vitality in Aquarius. The sign of independence and originality. Aligning with the planetary ruler of Aquarius. Uranus. The sky god planet of revolution, rebellion, innovation, independence, and the unexpected in Taurus. This is a stressful alignment. There is some sort of shakeup to the material realm that could be affecting your vitality. There is an urge to break free and be independent. Are you holding yourself back in some way? Are you clinging to the way things have always been? Are you doing things? You following those old habits? Don't do that. Now's the time. You know, this is coming on the heels of those other alignments when we were talking about the sun in Aquarius aligning with Chiron and Aries. This, this is giving you that push in a potentially uncomfortable way you hopefully need to embrace your originality. Uranus is the sign of revolution. Mm-hmm. So it's always uncomfortable when things like shift, but also it gives you like fresh eyes and is mm-hmm. allows you to see and feel things in a new way. So once things get shaken up and when it falls down, you're like, oh, I need to put these back where they go. And maybe it's not in the place that they were before. Mm-hmm. And just like w- when you move into a new house, it's yeah. like 
it's very uncomfortable. You have to start from scratch. You don't know where things go, but it's like that is when you have great ideas, when you've kind of dismantled everything and you have to put it together in a new way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what Uranus is doing in Taurus is it's, it's really breaking up what it is you value. So if things are falling apart for you. Exactly. Your sense of security. Do you feel unsettled where you live or in your financial situation? You know, that's so interesting because right now I I haven't been to the club in two weeks, Mm. which basically I haven't done unless, you know, everything was closed. Right. That's the first time I've ever done that to pick other career options. Yes. It should be really scary, but instead I feel really excited. Like good. Some of that stability is gone, but I feel like there's new opportunities for me and I don't want to pass them up. And that's exactly what this is. It's about recognizing what it is you value and you have to shake some things up in order to obtain what it is you truly value. And I've always liked the idea of the club because I can go when I want, but mm-hmm. I've been very diligent. Yeah. Like I go Thursday, Friday, <laughs> Saturday, no matter fucking what. Yep. I, I really try to never call in because... Yeah, you never miss work. Yeah, if I don't have that routine, it's like everything falls apart. Like I, everyone's like, oh, you can just, well, just call out. I'm like, I don't want to do that. I have that, but I only want to use that for when I have other opportunities mm-hmm. like I do right now. And I feel good about being able to pick that as an option. And then when it does fit in, I can, I can still use it when I need it where I'm like, okay, well now, you know, the creative work is slow. I can pick up a shift or, you know, I'm busy Thursday through Tuesday on a production, but I have Wednesday, I have a free day. I'll go make some money to make sure I feel stable and using it for what I've always intended it, intended it for. Yes. Which is to fill in the gaps. That's it. If you're clear about, it's one thing if you're, well, I'm just going to stay home because I want to surf the internet. I I was drunk last night and now I'm hungover, you know, that's one thing. But if like you're saying, no, I want to work on this film project, that's what I value. Then you're shifting the reality of what it is you value from the club. Okay. I'm sacrificing money here, but I'm actually going to be making money over here too. So that's what this is about. It's about really this alignment is supporting you to break free from old patterns or habits that are no longer in accordance with what it is you say you value. Usually I would think of this as like one of the most scary things because I love stability. I don't like gambling on anything. Like it just doesn't feel good for me. So I'm feeling really good about these decisions. So it's like, even though it it could be uncomfortable and it may be uncomfortable for some of you, but it is allowing yourself to embrace what is important to you. Exactly. And so that might be just something new in your life. Like get excited about that new thing instead of fearful about losing the old thing. Don't cling to the old thing. Don't cling to the old thing. Go with the flow, move towards the next thing. That's what this is about. I'm feeling that. Okay. I'm I'm feeling excited about that for once. Good. Good. And this is right in line with your North Node, which is in Aries, to be courageous in the 11th house, which is associated with the 11th sign, which is... Don't ask me today, Scott. (laughs) Did you read this? There's this really good book, Ingrid. I'm not sure if you've heard of it, but it's called... The Basics of Astrology, Ingrid, you can get it on the theweeklytransit.com. Um, it will tell you what the 11th sign is. It's Aquarius, Ingrid. Fuck. 
It's Aquarius. Oh, I already knew just, the answer. Damn it. You always know the answer. You just don't. <laughs> you know, you're you're kind of like uh, a, a child or, or somebody who's learning a new language. Like whenever you're, you know, like living in California, you know, you're, you're around a lot of like uh, Spanish speaking people that that English is a second language to them. And they might be sometimes timid in speaking English, but you're like, you actually know the language. You know every single word that I'm saying here, <laughs> you know, but you, you hear it and you understand it, but you're, you're not confident enough to speak it. And so you just have to have the courage to say, yeah, it's, is it Aquarius? Yeah, it's Aquarius. <laughs> yes. Okay. Is it Aquarius? No, it's ah! actually uh, Virgo. <laughs> I tricked you. No. It's Aquarius. Yes. I passed the test. You did. Yes. Okay. okay. That's it for this week. We made it through. Thank you, Ingrid. Yeah. We've had quite a few uh, retrograde Oh, my God. What a retrograde episode. Thank you, Ingrid, for being such a great editor to uh, edit out all the retrograde moments. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, we won't hear them. So, we'll, we'll see what happens. Yes. But either way, it was very fun. And I'm super excited for this week yes and if y'all have any questions oh yeah you can instagram them us or whatever you want to do to send them to us but spotify has a great option you just click in the episode there's some sort of little question mark icon you click it and you can send us a question through there we would love to answer them yes yes see you next week see you next week thank you for listening to the weekly transit follow us on instagram for daily updates about the planetary alignments and how to work with the energy if this podcast is helping you navigate life more gracefully please subscribe rate us five stars and share with your friends if you're ready to go deeper book a personal reading with scott or sign up for his new moon full moon class at theweeklytransit.com Transit, 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 transit.